You're listening to Plug In. My name is Nero. I'm a real estate agent, entrepreneur, and MC. And we have Rashi on the line. Rashi is a published stylist, event planner, creative director, and is a Marty Award winner in beauty and fashion. Hey, Rashi. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. So we'll just get right into it. So how is social distancing right now? How is staying home? To be honest with you, I am totally fine with the social distancing for now. We've been on such a go-go mode. There was always an event, and I'm trying to see this in a positive light where we're given that if of time. I mean, I get to spend a lot of time with my parents and it's really nice. Yeah, that is definitely true. I completely agree with you. I feel like time is the one thing we've all been looking for, right? We went from a fast-paced world to a standstill. So now it feels like all we have is time. So what led you into the fashion and entertainment industry? To be honest with you, I really fell into fashion. Then I fell into entertainment. Growing up, I always aspired to do something in fashion. I always thought that I would, you know, work with my parents and, you know, get, get married in my late 20s and yeah. kind of live that life. Part of me also wanted to have my own empire. So I have to always tell my I don't know what it is, but I'm going to have my name everywhere. And I have to keep telling myself that. I started doing a couple of charity fashion shows. I, I started out as a volunteer. I was a dresser. So I've been the girl who's tied the model's shoes, who's blow-dried their hair, who's, you know, helped oh, them change okay. their clothes. I literally worked my way in understanding how mm-hmm. fashion show works. And then that somehow led me to organizing a lot of fashion events and fashion shows back in Montreal. And then, then I somehow just wanted to help brand and get out there a bit more. Fashion marketing, fashion styling, fashion buying. Have you always been about fashion? Yes. I think for me, fashion became a way to create something and it mm-hmm. became a way to bring a vision to life. So what's been your biggest support through your entrepreneurial journey? Through every phase of my life, there were different people who supported me. I think the one person I can say that supported me was Noelle. She is the founder of Unfold media now but when we worked like years back she was just starting out as well into creating Fashion Unfold which was a Twitter conversation and whatever I wanted to do in fashion she gave me those opportunities whether it was you know writing or learning social media and fashion and all those things and she turned out to be one of my like biggest mentors honestly support is a big especially when you're starting out and you need someone to guide you and just even support like what you're doing support is huge and it's not just always financial life but sometimes you just need that emotional support that mental support. Yeah, Rush, you've been doing a lot of different things, so like you're a stylist, you're a planner, and a lot of other things. So, as an individual with more experience, what advice do you give to other clients? It's okay to have different outlets in what you do. Like you said, yes, I'm a stylist, I'm an events planner, I am a co host for a podcast as well, and recently getting into personal branding and styling for like online programs. So, that's a whole different, you know, world for me. It's okay to be all these things. Like we're not in that world anymore where, you know, you have to just be one person. Yeah. And it's okay to do a million different things as long as you're true to yourself and what makes you happy. But the one advice I would give is that if you feel it's for you and you're going to commit to it and say yes, give it your 200%. And I always feel that you get what you give. If you give it your 200%, you're going to get that 200% from it. Do a bunch of things, then do it with your heart and do it with the time you have. If not, don't do it. Completely agree. So it's like even though you're doing a lot of different things, it's like give 100 percent to all of them. With everything going on, like do you have any upcoming shows or projects this year or next year? So with everything going on, I am procrastinating a little bit on the final 
final touches, but I'm going to be launching an online program for women and then it's going to come out for like men as well. We're going to be doing like a four week intensive program where we work with healing and how to bring style into your life while you're home because I, I think that's very important. So it'll be like a virtual, you know, closet cleanup and you will make your own personalized style guide. But we will talk about the psychology of how that affects you now as well mm-hmm. as how you're coping with what's going on. So, mm-hmm. so this one of my main focus is going to be bringing healing into the world of fashion and keeping it more on a personal basis. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, we still have a podcast stuff going. There will be a couple of online entrepreneurial stuff I might get involved in. I've, I've not finalized anything yet. And in terms of shows, I think right now I don't have an answer for that because it's changing so much that like I can see a trend that will pick up, but I just want to wait a little bit before I decide on what I'm doing with that. <laughs> So you mean like it shows like maybe it's changing in general or changing because of Corona going on right now? I, I think because of COVID, even when the lockdown finally does get lifted, I don't think we will be having huge events or huge gatherings for a while. First thing that people would want to do is that they would want to go to the restaurant, they would want to go mm-hmm. and see their friends and they want to go to movies and they want to go to bars and start almost getting a normal life. In terms yeah. of half a year is gone and now we're back. Oh, I think okay. social anxiety will play Perth, and I think that will change the fashion, arts, and entertainment industry because prior to all of this, the world was going at a speed where everybody was trying to keep up with everyone, and now we're yeah, it's like, it was so like, fast, like, everything was just happening. Yeah. Stop that annoying. <laughs> yeah, so out of all the events, like, that's mm-hmm. oh that's so difficult. So, just in Toronto alone, I think one of my favorite events has always been the Rosie Picnic, especially when we did it last year, like doing the fashion show for that was one of my favorite events because. I love the designers, I love the clothing, I love the environment, and it just explodes very, very well. And people were still talking about it six months later, and I was just like, oh, wow. so that's amazing, you know, and you want to hear that. So that's definitely been one of my favorite events. I think I would say being able to do a fashion show at Yandan Dundas when I did the protest was a huge privilege and honor, and to say that you're able to pull a fashion show at, at a space like that with, with that crowd. Done it in Scarborough, and that was still on this huge. And I think that was one of my first main fashion shows in Toronto. And I was just like, oh my god, this is really, really great. How do you manage to hit your deadlines when you're working on so many different things at the same time? I'm actually not a very social person. (laughs) I'm actually a huge introvert. For me to hit my deadlines, if I'm working with teams or if I'm working with partners, then I have to make sure that I have my to do list. And I still have a notebook where I write down things that I need to do and who I need to contact, my deadlines, and I keep those deadlines, and I have a challenge. And, and all of those things but one of my I really have learned the power of no so for me to meet deadlines especially when I'm taking on more and more I sometimes have to say no to going out to networking events I sometimes have to say no to personal birthdays and things like that and yeah and, and I've had you know days where I would not balance and I'm not I'm not saying that's always right but I would just sit and you know work on one thing at a time I would put those three hours or four hours on that one project and I would move on to the next so mm-hmm. I guess it's about like setting boundaries for anything else as well as well I do want to take an extra minute and talk on this, this issue about boundaries, especially for entrepreneurs. It's very easy for us to lose our boundaries. And mm-hmm. it's not because we don't have that self-respect for ourselves. It's just because sometimes in the back of our minds, it's like, I'm self-employed, I'm an entrepreneur, or I'm a freelancer. If I don't say yes to 10 things, and if I don't work really hard, that means I'm not being a true entrepreneur. And we start losing those boundaries that we should have for ourselves. And when we start doing that, we see sweet in directly stop respecting ourselves. No, I completely agree. That's also a 
another skill to being able to say no. It's something honestly I'm still working on today. I still work on it every day. I've not perfected it. I think I've come a long way. All right, so thank you, Rafi. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rafi. It was great talking to you. You heard it here on Plugin. Show her some love by following her social media platforms at Rafi Bindra, or you can visit her website at rafibindra.com.